0: alone inside he's got the breakaway with a touch to the right. Goal! Everything you wanted from this debut it's Brandon By. Taking a shot with the left, goal! Isaac Frank from 25 yards out! The equalizer! Will Kid with the touch to the goal! It's a go ahead goal! Minneapolis City! This is
1: the People's Pitch Podcast, the official podcast of your Minneapolis City Soccer
2: Club. Brought to you by Summit Brewing Company.
1: Get up, get up, get down. It is time for the People's Pitch to make noise in your town. Welcome to the one and only podcast about your Minneapolis City Soccer Club, the 2018 NPSL North Champs. This is the People's Pitch. As per usual, I am Nate, and I am joined... As always, by John Bizworm. John, what's been going down with you this week?
2: Dude, lots of college soccer. And um, since we talked college last week, and we'll likely uh, get to it this week, spoiler alert, uh, now is the time of the show where for the college kids, I chug a beer. Yes! Let me... Yes, I can hear it. Oh, that was awful! Oh, you did it. Wasn't as fun as it used to be, Nate. It's, oh, oh it's, uh-huh. no, it's not easy anymore. Woo! All right,
1: let's do some podcasts. <laughs> yeah, man. Today's show is all about it's all about putting some players on the pedestal who might not get a ton of attention uh, during the NPSL season. Today, we're going
2: to be checking in uh-huh. on the. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the eye, My eyes are watering. <laughs> my esophagus—it <laughs> hurts so bad. It's, it's burning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> as soon as you recover, uh, today we're going to be checking in on the U twenty three players who are tearing it up all over the country, all the way from uh, Columbia University in New York City, uh, even to closer to home. We got tons of people, New York to New Prague, that are playing soccer <laughs> that played with Minneapolis City this summer. Uh, so we'll check in on them. But first of all. It is the most wonderful time of the year, John. It's FIFA release season. the
2: most wonderful time.
1: (laughs) After some early looks at the game, you and I, um, that really everyone is going to be playing for the next 12 months, uh, we will let you know our thoughts. John, you are not a huge gamer, usually, but FIFA, FIFA is just one of those games that you have played in one iteration or another basically forever, right? Hell
2: yeah, man. Since the beginning. I mean, I... I usually buy FIFA and then some other game every year. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have a whole lot of video game time anymore in my life with kids and this whole Minneapolis City thing. Excuse me. Oh, man. still I still water it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it means you know it's real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the drip's the best part. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, I buy usually like a racing game or like last year I bought Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I always buy FIFA. Um, and my loyalty... Um, to the game has been re- rewarded um i have a physical copy of fifa the fifa franchise since 1994 for super nintendo whoa so i so i have a physical copy from 94 through 17 where i had to substitute for a digital copy for 17 and 18 damn um but yes i have been there from the inception and as a result and pulling some strings by hounding the shit out of an ea sports ad rep a few years back yeah. i am an. a I'm an official beta tester of the game each year.
1: You're even like a more intense beta tester um, because I was also in on the beta this year and last year, and then they, but they only give it to me for like a week and then they straight turn it off. With you, they give you like tasks. They yeah, give you yeah. all sorts of um, like debug tests and things like that to do, like try getting you to try to break the game.
2: Right, like my uh, I told you about my task with um, with having a team and transfer all Americans into it. Yeah, under twenty six. So I had to do a career with a team, um, and get them from a second division to a first division, and they gave me uh, the choice between Kaiserslautern, um, Hanover, and I forget the third one. Why did?
1: But, why do you think they they just gave you weird stuff to do like that?
2: No idea. Um, maybe because I my game like when I play, I, I usually pick Kaiserslautern as a season. Yeah. And I because that's my my squad so. That might be it. I don't know. Weird. So, I, but I had to have only Americans under 26. And then I had to, I had two, three seasons to make it to the Bundesliga. And if a player hit over 26, I had to, I had to sell them. So I had to go through the transfer process of like looking at birth dates and trying to figure out when guys were going to be aging out. So, like, if a guy hit, say, 26 in the winter, tra- before the winter transfer period, um, I had to get rid of him in the winter transfer period. So it was really tough. It was really, really tough. Um, but it's like shit like that I get. It, and I don't they're get just trying like...
1: to make sure that like the, all the menus are going to work, that it, everything's easy yeah. to navigate, there's no, no issues. That's weird. I mean, that's yeah. a very complex task to give you over the course of a couple weeks of testing, but still...
2: Well, actually, I have a couple months to do it because oh, okay. it's it's pretty involved and they don't expect me to just like sit down and like my, in my mom's basement, like some people. <laughs> so like hey. literally some people <laughs> who just sit in their mom's basement and play FIFA all day. Yeah. Um, but the the hardest part, I think, was then I found a bug was in the negotiation. Because if you noticed in last year's version, um, the negotiation for a player's contract or to transfer was like an actual like uh, like if if then yes or no type scenario. Yep. Well, I, there was this year. It there was a bug in the beta where if I um, offered uh, anything over a dollar in a, uh, in a release clause, they took whatever money I gave them for their contract. Oh. So it was like, oh yes, I'll take a release clause, and then I don't care about salary. So I figured I fi- figured that one out. So if it's fixed, you're welcome. Oh.
1: Okay. All right, good work <laughs> so anyways so we not, you and i we've played t- we've played fifa on the team bus uh in yeah. hotels snuck a game or two in in at the office once in a while and uh yeah. it's a bit of a tradition around these parts around this podcast to use our beta access to give people a sneak peek into what this year's release has in store um new this year is this uefa champions league mode what do you think of that john
2: I think it's my favorite. It's really the best part of the, of I think 2019 is because you can actually have that champion of Europe uh, from a club perspective. Um, And I mean, why couldn't I get testing that as my task, (laughs) 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 but to be able to, to supplement in like an actual champions league. And I'm sure they're going to have, you know, the music Mm -hmm. because you know, the walkout music and stuff that you don't get. And those little things are really cool. Yeah. Um, Plus, it, it gives you an opportunity to, um, when you're trying to grow younger players in like the earlier knockout stages, if you're playing on a team like, say, Manchester City and you have a wealth of talent, you know, that, that doesn't get minutes because they don't, because of the, the fact that they're freaking stacked, you could play some of those younger players and get them experience in really higher profile games than just playing in your league. And it's not um,
1: something, it's not like last year you couldn't play. They wouldn't, like, you couldn't make the Champions League or you weren't making the With Europa all, like, League. like, a
2: Champion Cup or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. this year it's very, it's a, it's way more detailed and it's way more authentic, which is really yeah. exciting.
2: And also they're adding the Europa League. I don't, don't want to lose sight of that either, um, which is also cool. So, mm-hmm. like, the, the official Europa League, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. I think another thing I like this year that's new are these in-game formation changes. Um, where in the past couple years, you know, you hit the, um, the right directional or the left directional and you can change your squad to being in an, an attacking stance, an ultra-attacking, all-out attack, defensive, whatever, park the bus. This year, when you do that, um, you you can also assign separate formations for each of those modes. So if you want to go to an attacking formation and you want that to be like,
2: uh, like four, three, three.
1: a 4-3-3, three, three, right, and then you've got your park the bus as a 5-3-2, you know, five, five, whatever, then... then that's that's cool. It just happens in game. Whereas, like, I wasn't really sure what to, saying all out attack would do or where my guys would end up in the prior yeah. in the prior games. So this you is really cool to be able to. On. <laughs> yeah, totally. So this is always it's really cool to be able to assign like if I want all out attack, it means this for me and for my personnel. I think that's awesome.
2: Sure, I mean I love that part being like an actual soccer player, who uh, you know I I like the game to be as real as me actually playing. So being able to. To, to play or coach and be able to tell a player on the field or send a sub in and have a formation change on the fly almost is it's really, really cool. Um, little known fact for, for those of you who still have uh FIFA 18 and don't plan on buying 19 or, um, right away. If you have a, an older Xbox one, you can use your connect in the voice commands and you can actually have this feature by calling out what you want to change in game. Oh, So that's it cool. was actually, it was actually te- tested last year, and it wasn't really broadcasted. Yeah. Um, to, to 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 make it better for this year.
1: Do you remember in um what was it FIFA fifteen or sixteen where they would they would penalize you for for swearing?
2: Yeah. Like you get, your game you get...
1: would your game would listen to you, and then it would get yep. upset at like your sportsmanship.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> turn turn that shit off. That right was away. ridiculous.
1: <laughs> One other thing I discovered as I was trying to turn off the trainer in my first game is now there's like a pop up juggle move button so rather than hitting pushing the uh right joystick in to turn the trainer off now it just lets your guy pop the ball up in the air so you can start some sort of a juggle move um is Uh, that new or is this just a new button
2: uh insert fart noise here um spoiler alert (laughs) i play fifa like i play real soccer um i i ain't got no time for that shit so i pass i pass i shoot i score i defend as a unit and i win yeah
1: i'm with you man i'm not i'm not the kind of guy that really cares about five star um five-star skill players
2: before we go on do you remember you might not you might not have been playing the fifa franchise but in 2000 either it was either 12 13 or 14 i forget which one but you could turn off the commentary and you could turn up the um fifa tracks and you could basically listen to music while you played
1: oh no way
2: yeah and that's something they took away and i like put it in my feedback every year like bring that back because the music's always so good yeah and they and they've been adding to it where it's almost like a double disc. Yeah. So they should they should bring that, that that back again.
1: One thing I did do with my PlayStation is link it when I I've linked it to Spotify and yep, so I just I did have, too. you know, you just have my I have my all FIFA songs ever playlist yep. so I can just I can just set that thing up.
2: Yep. Yeah, so it's basically the same to replace thing. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's looking cool this year, man? I think the tactical formation changes are are really sweet that I mentioned um this ability to 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 Park the bus and actually change your formation while you do it, and then switch to all-out attack, and your formation changes again. Um, versus just some sort of random attitude change that your players get. I really, really like.
2: So I I agree with you, but I think it needs work. Um, it would be nice if you could create your own um, kind of more like ease from uh, ease of use from scratch. Like so, if all-out attack is four-three-three, I could. Choose which players I want to be all out attacking. Like yeah. if I want my if I want my like my wing backs, for example, to get forward more, um, it, it, or I want my uh, you know, my uh, one of my central midfielders to be more attacking, or two of them be more attacking, and 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 one, or you know, in game late, be able to send a center back up to just launch long balls to and try to flick on. Like I think as the game progresses, I think that's where it's going. But I think it'd be cool if they started to introduce that.
1: I agree. I think I think. The addition this year to FIFA nineteen is there is so much more depth that you can that you can get into as you're deciding mm-hmm. what your team's tactics are going to be. That like yeah. it's possible to have to set five different, right? Yeah, five different formations with five different um, job assignments for every player on the field before you even save your lineup. So that's kind of you know, it's it gets a little intense, a little micromanaging, um, for guys like me that just like to turn it on and and play. But at the same time, like if you're if you're really into into your career mode or you're really into your to managing your team to that level, I think it's I think it's a cool addition.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say that it's really built towards the career mode player. Yeah. Um but I I have knowledge that this that what I mentioned with being able to be more um more customizable it may come in the december update otherwise it, you'll have to wait until the summer update or possibly next year if they don't yeah, figure it out
1: sweet so what i mean there there are some things that we've been talking about that we we have not liked or that are a little problematic this year so far and a lot of that comes in that this is just the beta version of the game that the, that'll work itself out as they get closer to release next week um but for me the first thing i noticed is that headers off of corners are super op like I think we scored. Olin and I probably scored three out of four headers off of corners. Way easier than last year. Last year, I felt like you rarely scored a header off. Yeah, a corner it was or a harder cross. last year. Yeah. Um, do you think is this been fixed? Is this a balancing issue that's been fixed, or is this something they've addressed this year because it was so hard last year?
2: Basically, the reason why is your, the timing of your. You know how you can pick your spot now. Yeah. It, it's the it's the timing of how long you press the button down and where you you place the ball. So they've gotten it to be more dynamic to the kick taker than you just, like, standing there and then trying to head the ball. So that's why you're seeing more goals because guys are making more off the ball. Like, one of the things that they really did better this year was off the ball runs. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I forgot to mention that in, in our, our our What's Cool. Um, off the ball runs during the run of play and on set pieces are more dynamic now where guys aren't just running forward. They're more di- diagonal or they're um, – they're kind of late runners when you press the button instead of them doing it automatically. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that that also plays to the fact that guys are getting open more on corner kicks. Because, I mean, in real life, you get the right the right run and the right ball, you're going to score. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little more realistic. But I don't know. Maybe they fix it so it's not as easy. I think
1: the other thing for me that might be a problem, but we'll see once I actually start – a real career or three is that these all new tactical adjustments are going to really take some time to get used to. Um, And I mean, and I mean, I don't mean just like changing your formation when you hit, um, when you, when you go to ultra attacking, I mean, usually you can hit like the up directional and then you set your offensive stance or your offensive attitude. Same with the down directional to change your defensive attitude. Um, Last year, I kind of, I could, I got it. It made sense to me, you know, counter attack, long ball things like that um heart you know high press this year it's a whole bunch of new terms that i'm not really sure what they do 100 so (laughs) (laughs) so it's going to take a lot of in-game uh in-game experimentation to figure out exactly what the best uh what the best approach for for me and my gameplay is
2: for me nate passing still sucks um Every, Spoken like many, a true midfielder. How many like goddamn it moments do you have when you're pointing? You're clearly pointing at one guy, mm-hmm. and you clearly don't press the button hard enough, or you hit it, you hit it as hard as you need to, and it goes to some other guy or right to the defense. Like, you figured that like after all these iterations, they would figure that out. It's getting better, but I still find it very problematic. Um, next would be pulling off a move to beat a defender. I feel like it's almost too like NFL Madden like. Oh, yeah. The EA's making, like, all these button combinations way too hard to to pull off. And, like, I would just like a simple, easy, like, move that I could uh, beat a guy with or try to beat a guy with instead of, it, you know, it being, like, I try to make a move and I spin into the defender. Yeah. You know, I, I want I want something, like like, just... Slight, easy, faint touches that I can I can use that I can get by a guy if I if I have the right space um, instead of always having to do a step over or some shit that never does, or spin move that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, changing defenders is still has a lag, and I think it's almost worse this year than it was last year. That like, you know, you you put um, manual uh, auto or you take auto switching off and you have manual switching on. It you still have that lag where you press the button of what defender you want and they and they slightly stop. Or, so when oh, to, I see what you're we,
1: saying. Yeah, or it might go to the wrong defender.
2: Yeah, like you're trying to chase a guy and you hit the button and he stops running. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost too too much this year. Um, hang on one second, my computer uh, went to sleep there on us. Oh. Um, I think the goalkeepers are one of two things. They're either like totally out to lunch on another planet and you're easy to score on. <laughs> Or they're way too laser focused and locked in and you can't, and they're like almost unbeatable and there's no real in between.
1: And is there like, is that like independent of their rating even sometimes?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden you'll get one guy in a game and he's like just unbeatable. Just on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, and it's even like just easy gimme goals and they're like, you know, getting up from making a save and they're tracking back to the far post, and you're like, "There's no way in real life a person would ever be able to get up and get that far <laughs> and get a hand on a ball." Um, so I think that they need to fix the goalkeepers a little bit.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, if you're excited for the game like like we are, you would know that FIFA 19 comes out on nine twenty eight. But do uh, you know if you pre-order it, you get it three days early? So I'm excited to play it in uh, about five days from now. I'm gonna play me some FIFA. How exciting is that?
2: It's really exciting. And if you're um if you're a local person and you like buying the physical copy on day one, the Target on East Lake Street always has a copy on day one. Ghetto Target. So Ghetto Target always has one. So if you're looking to buy the physical copy day of, uh you can you can always find one there.
1: Probably buy some food stamps off some uh some homeless <laughs> guys while you're there too. I mean,
2: you may get robbed coming out of the store. That's 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 the that's the chance you make you that's, take. Yeah, it's,
1: it's my neighborhood Target. I love it. <laughs> All right, John. So last season, um, we pegged a ton of our success on the depth that is our U twenty three squad. Um, but the average fan might really know only about the players that were, I guess, quote called up to the NPSL. And I'm talking U23 players like Matt Mirakami, uh, Ebs of Mead, Josh DeLaRosa, La Rosa, Lionel Vang, et cetera, et cetera. But really, the depth is real on the U23 squad, and that talent is pervasive. So we wanted to spend a majority of the show this week jumping around from school to school and really highlighting the great things that our U23s are doing this fall. Last week, we went with the, uh, the NPSL regulars. This week, we want to we wanna show off what the kids are up to.
2: Right, and now is the time where I regret chugging a beer for the college game.
1: <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a lot of reading,
2: <laughs> a, a lot of reading. Yep, a lot of talking here too. So, um, anyways, we dive in uh, in no particular order, to some extent, with uh, Vic Farah from UW Parkside. UW um, Parkside operates out of D- Division Two, and the Rangers and Vic are four and two on the season, including being two and zero in the conference. Vic is featured in all six games thus far, starting. Um, four and compiling three points on a goal and an assist to start the season. It's
1: rare to see a Division Two school, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't really. They yeah. usually skip from one to three. There's not yeah. a lot of D two schools hanging around,
2: particularly in our area. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Vic may actually be the only person we've ever had from the Division Two that's played on our on our team um, or any of our teams. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, next person is Troy Luegi from St. Thomas, playing in his uh, second man on the totem pole for the past three years behind one of an uh, Aiden Hogan, one of the highest performing goalkeepers in the country, um, almost statistically ever at the Division Three level. Troy has found minutes really hard to come by, but this year thus far, Troy has featured in two games for the Tommies, starting both. Um, has a one in one record um, out of the five and one that that the team is at. Um, while in net, he's averaged one goal per game and collected one shutout. Um, his only loss came to the next group of guys this week. When I was actually at the game, um, but regardless, it was great to see Troy making some saves and most importantly getting minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the the trick when you're trying to develop, especially at the goalkeeper position. And we're trying to mm-hmm. get you know, we're trying to stack our squad with with goalkeepers. You're only going to get one out there at a time. And you'd love to see them get the experience and get the minutes over the course of the summer, but really, you gotta yeah. hope that when they go back to school, it's the fact that they've stayed active, stayed stayed fit, stayed in shape that'll that'll give them the uh, uh, the advantage in in the competition for for the starting spot at, at their school.
2: Yes. And so Troy, there's... I don't know,
1: didn't quite. You know, he's a little half and half this year. And yep. is, is he a senior? or Is he a junior?
2: He's a junior, and he played um, he played in only two games all of last season. So he's already at two this year in Good. only um, six games. So, a little more confidence uh, in him this year. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the next group, like I mentioned, played against the Tommies this past weekend, beat them at home, uh, are our Luther boys, which is the one school we have the most guys out of. Um, so coming into the, that match with the Tommies on Tuesday, they were ranked 20th in the country at the division three level. And they took down the number four ranked team, two to one, um, putting their record to a very impressive seven and one on the year. Um, and all three of our guys featured very well. First off, Ben Keller, um, very Zlatan knockoff lookalike striker. He's, <laughs> yeah. Look up a picture of him, uh, or go to a Luther game and tell me I'm not right. That he looks like a, a budget Zlatan. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, But he's started all eight games compiling 11 points on four goals and three assists, uh, manning the target uh, striker role up top for the Norse. Um, Next, we have Harry Mears, the Australian center back, has played every minute of all eight games, uh, locking down forwards where he left off this summer, anchoring that Norse back line. Um, He is part of the team defense that has only allowed seven goals thus far in those eight games. That's not bad. Not bad at all, particularly when you're ranked 20th in the country, only giving up seven goals in eight games. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. And they don't play a cupcake schedule either. They play some very good teams. So, um, And then finally, uh, Aiden O'Driscoll, uh, who was a, a call-up this year as well to the MPSL team. Um, Aiden's about as smooth as it gets for a number six in soccer. Uh, he's super smart. Um, he has the engine that makes the, the Norse tick. He's featured in all eight games, starting all of them, scoring one goal, which was a worldie versus um, our one of our uh, our next guy um, and his summer teammate uh, against Gus Davis away. And man, it was a peach of a goal from way downtown. I, I got a chance to watch it <laughs> online. It was, it was, it was one of those ones like, maybe he can shoot it from here, and and he did, and man, did he ever. So, um, anywho, um. Uh, he did that against our next player, which is Arthur Perrins from Gustavus Adolphus. Uh, after coming off breaking his leg that took away the end of his season last year, where he was really tearing up to uh, the MIAC, uh Artie was about as hot of any of the players in the college ranks that we had. Um, after using the summer to get his leg back in shape and getting his touch back, um, he is shot out of a cannon this year with the... Uh, with Gusty um, they're five and one and he is featured in all six games, starting all of them compiling 11 points on five goals. So he, from the center midfield spot, he's picked up where he left off and scoring buckets of goals um, from, from the the midfield spot. Um, and I, he's one of those guys that if you put an asterisk next to uh, I'm excited for him um, as well as Aiden, the, the player we just mentioned um, those two guys to come back and, and, and join up with the NPSL squad and get, and get some good minutes for us.
1: Yeah. I think um, I mean you know we're always we're always looking for solid midfielders. It feels like yep. by the end of the season we're always looking. We always need to fill those holes. So it's yep. nice to be able to uh, to count on these guys. I do remember Aiden last last summer really stepping up and uh, and and being a strong strong performer.
2: I just remember his 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 big game for me was uh, against Twin Stars away that old debacle we had at Prairie Seeds um, with the. <laughs> the lightning delay and whatever, but he came on uh, for Martin Brown Jr. and and single-handedly killed that game out. Oh, yeah. And, and, and was was every bit of the player that I, I know he can be at the, at the MPSL level, but it was good to see him do it against uh, a very physical team where I thought, um, you know, physicality might be his um, point of uh, improvement, but he was able to, to do it against one of the most physical teams in our conference. Next up, we have Tanner Carlson from Davidson. Uh, it's been a rough year for the Wildcats. They currently sit at five hundred on three and three. Uh, Tanner has featured as an outside back in all six games, starting one. Um, he was another guy that, like Arthur, who came into camp with us this summer injured, and we hope that um, he's now back to full strength. Um, and then hopefully, we'll see his minutes uh, start to increase as the as the year goes on. <clears throat> Uh, another guy in our goalkeeping ranks, uh, Quinn Kiernette, out of Bates College in the beautiful Lewiston, Maine, Ooh. Um, is is entering his sophomore year, and he's stuck behind a vet in goal, and has yet to feature in uh, in a match for for either of his freshman or sophomore year. They're cur- they currently sit on a record of two and two. So, uh, hashtags, fingers crossed for Quinn that he gets some minutes here coming yeah. up. But we know how hard it is for goalies to, to get minutes at the college level unless they're they're the only guy or they're uh, you know they're of the likes of an Aiden Hogan who, who ends up picking up the starting job his freshman year and then never lets it go. Right. Um, so uh, cr- cross your fingers for Quinn. Let's let's send some positive vibes his way to get some minutes this year. Uh, the next guy is Nils, Nils Gilbrunson Gill Brunson at Dort College. Um, after being saved from going, going from high school to the FC Minneapolis fiasco, and then joining up with us, after he realized that that was a complete mess. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he really hit his stride towards the end of the summer season, and he featured um, this this fall. He's featured for the five and two defenders of Dort College in all seven of their games, starting two, compiling a goal, um, uh, a goal, um, sorry, two goals in for uh, two goals in. <laughs> <laughs> Two games uh for four points. Well wow, that was that you, one was difficult. You did it. <laughs> I did it. I got I got through it. Got through it. Um the next guy is uh, Nathan Finer and he goes to Wartburg College. Um, an atypical year for the Knights of Wartburg, who are uh, a perennial D3 powerhouse uh, in in the soccer world of Division III, um, sitting at a, a record of 3 and 4. Nate was a, a, a late signing for the rookery last summer. Um, this season, the center midfielder has featured in six of seven games, starting in five of them uh, in the uh, central midfield engine room. Where is
1: Wartburg, John?
2: Uh, it's in Iowa.
1: Oh, okay. You mentioned it last week too. Did I? Yeah. Just that it, they were great. Oh, and somebody was playing against yeah. them.
2: Yeah. I believe it was maybe St. Thomas. I don't know. Anyways, we can go back to the archives for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Next up is Mike Riley uh, out of Loyola, a teammate of former Crow, the gambler, Connor Stevenson for the Ramblers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike comes into the year for his three and three side as a redshirt freshman defender, and he's featured in two matches thus far. Not a ton of playing time for him this year, but at least uh, in his redshirt freshman year, he's getting, he's getting some minutes. So look for him to to get a little bit more experience as the season goes on. And then last of our goalkeepers, Luke Anderson of Drake. We talked a lot about Drake last week, um, the the four and three Drake Bulldogs, um, when we covered Luke, uh, Juan Luis. But Luke should not be forgotten. He enters his second year as a redshirt freshman, and like Quinn, has yet to feature in net. Uh, next up is Lionel Vang from Yeah, Pittsburgh. Lionel. We saw him. Yeah, Lionel. Um, playing in the center of the park for the 4-1 and Auggies, Lionel has featured in three games with three starts, compiling two points on two assists thus far. So uh, maybe some injury concern there where he hasn't played in some, or maybe just matchups haven't uh, haven't gone his way. But uh, look for Lionel to also gain some more minutes as the year goes on. He was an all-MIAC player last year, so you you'd think that he gets a few more minutes as the season wanes.
1: Yeah, you'd hope. That's weird that yep. he's not featured as much.
2: Yeah, you you never know. You never know what happens to those college guys. Next up, everyone's favorite name, Ken Love Sloan out of Marshtown Mar- 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 Community College. Not to be overshadowed by what Siku did scoring two goals in his first two minutes of his college career. Um... But they are nationally ranked, the, ti- uh, the Tigers of Marshalltown Community College. Ken Love has been chipping in as well. He's featured in three games with zero starts, scoring two goals. Um, and I'll take five goals in nine games from the future uh, pair that might start on the flanks for our MPSL squad. Yeah, that's not first bad. Year of college. Yeah, I mean, even though it's community college, they, they do play a very strong schedule and, they're, and they are nationally ranked. So it's good to see both those guys getting, uh, getting significant minutes and contributing. Then we have Josué Boutou um I, I guess that's how you pronounce it, of uh, North Central College in Minneapolis. He's basically doing it all for the Rams. They're four and three, um, and he is featured in all seven games, playing almost every minute. Uh, in his time on the pitch, he scored three goals from uh, central midfield, uh, and the Rams may already Nate be close to as many games as they won last year thus far with four so oh uh I, I do love a good turnaround story nate yeah not bad man go, <laughs> go rams where is
1: north central
2: it, it's located in downtown minneapolis oh
1: that's the one where the intern went to
2: yep okay. it's right over it's right over by um the hospital uh uh by the hospital yeah by the hospital
1: yep elliot park okay
2: El- yeah elliot park that's where they play their home games at so mm. d- if you if you work downtown maybe uh fire up the internet and find out when Joe Sway's playing and, and go go down and check him out after you get off of work. Cool. <clears throat> then we have Jackson White at McAllister. We dove pretty deep into the Scots last week when we talked about Max Kent, but they sit at 4-2 and two with an impressive five goals against, which is in large part due to Jackson. He's played um, and started in all seven games at outside defender. And outside of the goalkeeper, he ranked second on the team in minutes played with 582 <laughs> So far, what? and if you do the math, <laughs> that's 97 minutes yeah. per game. So, so he's quite all, he's, an over quite an overachiever.
1: He's played literally every minute.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I think there was one game that went into overtime, and he came out before overtime started. So, but he's averaging 97 minutes per game. That's crazy. So, um, but he's doing great work. They haven't been scored on a lot. Yeah. So And it, the typical stingy McAllister defense. Um, then we have Jack Millar from Harvard. Jack goes way back in. Folks around city will remember him as being a member of our team in our first season. Um, he took a year off from us and then went through a, a whole team suspension disaster at Harvard last season. But they are back on the pitch for his senior year. And currently, the Smart Kids sit at two and five with um, playing a very difficult schedule. Uh, I think out of the out of the seven games, four of the teams they play were nationally ranked. Heesh. So yeah, it, it was it's been it's been. Pretty difficult so far for the Ivy Leaguers. Um, but Jack's featured in all seven games, starting six and collecting a goal. So, how do you like Dumb Apples, Nate?
1: Yeah, that's too bad for Harvard. I think, uh, you know, Jack's a real a guy that we're pretty excited to try to get back into the first squad, I think. But it's just been difficult there because, like you said, the whole team didn't play for an entire year um, yeah. due to the actions of, I think it was the senior class uh, doing some pretty Last despicable year. shit. So, yeah. um, un- unfortunately, you know they they got the whole team punished and now they're you know it's a it's a case of the they, everyone has to kind of get back on track.
2: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, there was apparently like a, a dossier written about the girls' team mm-hmm. and like they were given girls' nicknames and a whole big disaster. So the the uh, the ethics committee, which I assume is <laughs> takes things very seriously at Harvard, yeah, um, they uh, they decided to uh, suspend the season. And it wasn't like they did it at the end. It was pretty early on in the season where they just decided to, to forfeit their matches. So glad to see the Jacks back on the field again. Absolutely. Uh, rounding out our community college players, Esteban Badia, uh plays for the Anoka Ramsey Community College Rams. The Ramsey Rams. Uh, the Rams <laughs> currently <laughs> sit at 4 that. And, Yeah. They currently sit at 4-4. Four and, four and And they've had a very difficult schedule so far, including... The Siku Kenlove buzzsaw at Marshalltown that came through. Um, But in his freshman year, Esteban's featured in six games, starting one and collecting zero points. Oh, Esteban. Oh, Esteban. Um, Great name, though. Esteban Badia.
1: that's true.
2: (laughs) Uh, Bernard Ashby Rule, another great name. Uh, a Green Bay Phoenix, another member of the rookery that has a partner from school that plays on the MPSL team. Yeah, the the Nard Dog has taken advantage of his buddy Steve, setting the <laughs> table for him this season. Uh, he's seen action in seven games this year, starting two of them, and in those seven games, he's collected five points on two goals and an assist, the uh, Nard including dog. In, including one which was a hustle play where I think it was against West uh, was Western Kentucky, um, where he. The goalie got the ball, and he just turned the jets on. He's got tons of pace. Uh, turned the jets on and then nicked the ball off the goalie, trying to dribble it out of his box, and, uh, and <laughs> slotted it, slot it went in. So, nope. yep, sucks for that guy. And then, <laughs> last last but not least, we have Ollie, uh, Avi Eller at Columbia University. Uh, sorry, Avi, but someone has to be last on the list. Yeah. Um, As a do? member of the 3-1 Lions of Columbia, uh, the good one in the Ivy League, not any other Columbia college or universities <laughs> out there. Um, Avi's featured in five games with one start and zero points. And he, as I noted in the season preview of our U23 roster, is is kind of facing an uphill climb uh, with getting some minutes on a very veteran-laden team. So he'll get there and uh, definitely be contributing by the end of the season. Was he a sophomore? Sophomore, yeah, correct.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of the good thing about – a lot of these kids on the U23 squad um, is they're really in their first couple years at school, the guys that, you know, except for, you know, Troy, but they're really in, you know, their first couple years at school, they're, they're trying to come up, they're trying to, trying to break through. And like I said, uh, Minneapolis city really gave them an opportunity this summer to stay fit, to stay active and to keep competing at a, at a, at a level at least that a lot of their teammates probably didn't get. So maybe they won't, Be reaping the benefits right away but like you said by the end of the season a lot of these guys are going to be are going to be featured for their team quite a bit more we can have we can have confidence in that
2: well if you look at it i mean from a from a uh just a straight class perspective um like when i say class i mean like year in school Mm -hmm. the guy the guys that are in their junior and senior years um their programs outside of troy and um and maybe arthur um, are not getting as many minutes as some of the younger guys are. Yeah. And, um, so I, I would say Arthur Bernard and, um, maybe, uh, let's see who else we have on the list here. Arthur Bernard, um, and Jack, those guys are getting significant minutes and performing, but you, you look at guys, <clears throat> excuse me, guys like, um, you know, uh, Ken love. You look at Mike Riley, you look at Nils um, and uh, and then you know the guys that are at Luther that are basically play every minute of every game. Those guys are really showing um, how beneficial playing with us last summer really was for them to get them prepared for the next level, which is the whole goal and mm-hmm. the whole reason for having that team uh, when we started it. Not just preparing our MPSL team, which is what they did this year, but but preparing themselves. So it's really good to see. Yeah, totally. All righty. Well, that is the episode, folks. Thanks, as always, to our sponsor, Summit Brewing. It's Oktoberfest season, Nate. Time for one of my favorites to hit the bars and liquor you stores. You just chugged one. Yeah, I just chugged <laughs> one. Uh, this The fall means it's time to grab a summit, grab a hammer, and start schlagging. Summit, a more meaningful brew since 1986. If, if giving back to the community means a lot to you, maybe it's time to give to the club that loves to give back. Minneapolis City is a 501c3 that provides a safe, reliable, and fun environment for young people to play the beautiful game. Look for us uh, out in the parks and community centers around the city over the next year before the season starts, and in the next summer. Um, and consider a tax-deductible donation to a true city-focused organization. Yes. Send us mail. It is easy. Hit us up at twit. Hit us up on Twitter at the People's Pitch or through email at mcscpodcast at gmail.com all questions comments and concerns are welcome uh don't worry if if, if you're out there listening Bryn, we will get to your your question that you asked uh, oh, shoot. one of the we'll get we'll get to it next episode we promise <clears throat> don't uh and as always if you want to hit up the club it's at mplstdsc it pretty much everyone who listens to this show has probably said something or other on that channel so <laughs> we probably can stop mentioning it um don't forget to join us this weekend for the opening of The Club Shop. Really exciting news there. Um, we talked about it last week, so go back and listen to that if you're more interested. Um, we'll be there starting at 8.30 a.m. Chill with us and Minnesota soccer legends that will turn up throughout the day until 6 p.m. I'll actually be working on Sunday, Nate, from 10 to 2, so Ooh. come come join me and buy some shit if you can't come on Saturday. That is this that is all for this week. We once again, leave you with our house MC, Miles Stockman Willis, AKA Miles, with a track called Loco. I am John, that is Nate, and we'll be back with you in a few weeks. With more goodness. And as always, you got it. Got a lot of the ball lately. Balling on them like
0: a ball, bearing uh-huh. solo logo, pulling hair, crazy. What? Run the show like I ran errands. Soon start going ball, maybe. What? People staring with what? that whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Want to make uh, you a star, baby. Uh, chromosomes to yeah. the perfect parent. Yeah. Yeah. She weigh more than all right. Ooh. Bad bitch and her genotype. Yeah. Damn right, I'm tryna pipe. Only ride if it settles right. Ooh. So high that settle like yeah. up. Goosebumps yeah. from the linen. Soft. Goosebumps yeah. 'cause she's sinning. Yeah. Touch her knee, that's hitting. Drop and take like on. I'm finish. I should live Ooh. in Finland. Yeah. Couple homies Ooh. speak Ooh. Finnish. Couple pen a drug penicillin. My, My pocket pissing is filling. My inner drive, drive with the pen- ceiling. Despicable how I'm feeling. Millions like minions. Star slash raps are Build a team support not far they bring the whole PR If only a sliver in my health bar Underdog the way I come back Overcast make them run laps In the club raining cats and dogs Where the fuck the umbrella's at Where Juice. got a big head, need a wider noose, can't feel my face, still it's kinda loose, been the truth, not it approved, chain look like glitter glue, other chain got a darker hue, take a cruise, tip the whole crew, whole fridge from Whole Foods, I'm rock hard stoned offline, first time that she rock climbed, treat me like some rock candy, now she wants a rock wine. Well worded with a slight slang Boss. She the same cause her tongue rang Yum. Throw shade when she sunbathe 50 bands where my heart hangs. Just some G's and G events She fill us chillin We just venting Speaking French yeah. and hailing French She's trying to get the dream eventually Even if it takes what? a century what? I don't wanna be a no. Benji no. Decreet to leave the gentry People starving truckers Bentley Plus. money we it. And we pat down for the entry Each assembly what? If they don't want us, then fuck it, they're lost. Team on my back, I still carry the cross Buy what I like, care less about the cards Writing with diamonds, I'm like Robert Ross Life is a movie, the scene is just saw You at the dentist, I'll leave you in awe Tell you what it is, laid on the law Flicking you off while I'm rolling the raw